This is the Patriot Radio News Hour, brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. For all your gold and silver buying needs, call them at 1-800-951-0592 or log on to allamericangold.com. Broadcast for Friday, April the 22nd, 2016. My name's Homer Lopez, and I welcome you. I thank you for joining us today here at the Patriot Trading Group. Gold and silver, it's what we do. The physical delivery of legal, lawful, constitutional tender. And it's as easy as giving us a call at one 800 951 Today, the lovely Sarah is here to take your calls, answer your questions, walk you through your order. You can go check us out online as well at allamericangold.com. Sorry about that. Kind of lost my voice there. What do you do there? You can order online. You can look at the products online. Or you can simply check out the news to disturb the comfortable. Well, we don't tell you what to think, but we certainly give you something to think about. And the show is brought to you today and every day by Joe Jaquent, the CEO and owner of the, uh, uh, the Patriot Trading Group. Joe, I don't know what's going on with my voice today, buddy, but how are you? I, I, apparently, I'm better than you. Holy yeah, and you know what? It's live radio. You never know what you're going to hear, so that's that's why you tune in. It is Friday. Congratulations! God, God. well done, I mean, everyone. Well, you made it through another bravo. week. I know you still I mean, got a few hours to go, but you're uh, almost there. Listen, Prince didn't make it to Friday, so there's something to be grateful for. Was that wrong? I love Prince. I love Prince. I got to be honest with you. Uh, I I think I have every CD album. Yeah, I don't everything. love him like that. I do. I, I've always been a fan of Prince and his music, but I got soul, baby. <laughs> I got soul. I got. I like funk, okay? Because Prince was funky. And I remember the movie Purple Rain back in 19. I think I was like 85, 86. I'll just tell you, man, the guy was a hit. And to this day, he's still a hit. And I, you can see it in the papers and social media. That guy was a, a, he, he was a loved entertainer. Well, you know what? The... the uh... I learned something new. Apparently, he was an actually a, a decent basketball player, which piqued my interest because he's only like five foot tall. Yeah, he's a little feller. But uh, apparently, he had the the quicks in high school. But nonetheless, uh, obviously, a, another pa- add that to the list. Seems like that's the uh, the, the growing trend anyway. So every week, I mean, from David Bowie to Merle Haggard to De- uh, 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 Donna Duke. Um, uh, it's just every week. And, 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 you know, it's just interesting what's happening this year. Folks, watch out. Go to the doctor. Get yourself checked out. <laughs> you just never know. He was only 57. Well, you know, I don't know. You, the reports indicate that maybe he, uh, you Didn't know. take care of himself? Like to party too hardy like a lot of the rock stars. But uh, anyway, I, I don't know where. You never know where it's going to be. Uh, welcome to Friday. Patriot Radio News Hour. And, and. I'm going to tell you right now, we have something that today that really, quite honestly, I don't even talk and do anymore. I don't even ask anymore. But actually in my presence, it's, they're, they're actually right here in the studio. We had a, uh, and you know, around this time of year, you, you get the the tax selling and the things of that nature. Tax man comes tax calling. Tax man came a call in and all the, you know, the gold had been coming in. And I'd just been, you know, putting it in the in the vault. 
and and not really thinking too much about it. And this morning, uh, you know, we, yesterday we finally the silver that we've been waiting for showed up, and and we shipped everything out of there. And and I'm like, okay, well, what's left? You know, what what's left and what's going on? And I had all of these twenty twenty dollar liberties that had been coming in, and I have. 16 20s sitting right here in my studio. One of them, and only one of them, is a 1907. Let's set that aside. That's a very common date. That's the last year that the Liberties were minted. Uh, Teddy Roosevelt thought they were ugly and commissioned a guy named Augusta St. Gaudens. Uh, to make a new coin, hence the $20 St. Gaudens. But all the rest of these $20 liberties that are in my presence, I have one 1901, two 1900s, and all the rest of them are 1800s. 1898, 1877, 1876, that, that's going to knock your socks off. So I've got 16 total. One is a 1907. I've got 16 of them, $1,325 until they are gone at 800 951 That puts you at less than, uh, less than 90, 80-some dollars over spot at 800-951-0592. Unlike all of the competition, they charge you extra if you want pre-1900 $20 liberties. We charge you less and significantly less, but that's how we like to do it. Uh, so take advantage of that if you if you so are so inclined. What an incredible amount of companies that came out with earnings between uh, yesterday afternoon after the market closed to this morning. We had we heard from Microsoft. We heard from Google. We heard from Caterpillar. We heard from General Electric. And, and the list just goes on and on and on. And really none of them had a whole lot of things good to say about how their stock is doing and about how the shape of the world economy is doing. We'll talk all about that when we return. Picture Radio News Hour, Double J and the Love. And it's a Friday Congratulations, just a a quick word. We will be out of here today at 1 at Homer. Homer's holding up the... At least one. We've got one at the one. latest. I'm going to say 1230. All right. You're, 1230. You're so closing the window. If you want to take advantage of, of getting some $20 liberties put away, 
at 13.25. And, and really, when you look at it, 15 out of the 16 that I have are 19.01 or later. One nineteen oh one, two nineteen hundreds, and then all the rest are in the eighteen hundreds. Uh, Good looking coins, they're in great shape. And they're here. They're live in stock, eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. I don't know if you saw we'd be outside of all the earnings, you know, Google missed, Microsoft missed, Apple, I guess they're gonna have a decline in iPhone sales for the first time. You know what? It's it's guys like me. I'm an iPhone guy, okay? But I'm here to tell you, there. I think it's ridiculous that someone would pay $800 for a, right, a phone. Think about that, right? $800 now for a phone. You know, we used to do the, hey, over half the country doesn't even have 500 bucks if an emergency came up. Right. Apparently that number has dropped to 400 Now 47% of Americans don't have $400. Well, and, well, if an emergency came up, more or less $800 for an iPhone. And here's the other thing. Uh, you know, they say Verizon dropped its uh, contracts, you know. You don't have to sign a long-term contract with them to, to use Verizon. But what you do have to do to use a phone is sign a contract for the phone. Because they'll sell you that $800 phone for $31 a month. There's your contract. By the way, if you try to leave their contract, you owe all the money on the yeah, phone. It wasn't, it, 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 it wasn't the great thing in. that you thought it was. Yeah, yeah. you're still locked in yeah. in one form or another, you know, but they're not moving phones because, well, listen, are they making a good quality product? Are they? I don't know. I oh. like my iPhone. Guess what, though? I'm I not don't upgrading. have an iPhone. But... I'm not upgrading. I don't want I, – who wants to drop $800, $700? I don't care what it is. Who wants to drop that on a phone? It's amazing. I, it just blows my mind how expensive things have really gotten. And then, uh, did you see about Sears and Kmart today? Well, they're always in the news. What's new? 78 more stores are going to close uh, by July. 78 more. Now, you, you think about this. We had, what was it, 150, 175 sports authorities. All the sports chalets are closing. They're closing. Add on 78 more Sears and Kmart. That's a lot of empty spaces. Uh, but everything is wonderful. Uh, a Caterpillar. Sales were down another 26%. But here's the good news. The, their CEO was out on TV this morning and says, hey, Hey, we're, we're getting closer to the bottom. I mean, sales at Caterpillar are down some ungodly amount. I'd hope, I hope he's right. I mean, eventually, you got to reach the point of it can't get any worse. Uh, manufacturing, we had the ISM index come out for the entire United States, the worst reading since 2009. And it's just amazing. I'm sitting there, and you know, and I'm watching all this, all the data come in. You know, Microsoft, they had revenue problems as well, and GE. I mean, they kind of they got to the number, you know, adjusted, not using generally accepted accounting principles. They got to the number, uh, but but they had the same thing: decline in revenue that we've been seeing all across. Uh, the whether it's the the Dow, uh, the S and P stocks, the only stock really that had a good day 
that reported McDonald's. McDonald's had a good day. Apparently, things got better when they stopped telling us what time we could have breakfast. Really? Yes. So breakfast in the afternoon and breakfast evening in the has afternoon, been right, right. a good thing. Listen, last night, my wife didn't feel like cooking something elaborate. We had breakfast for dinner last night. Not at McDonald's, sure. but I mean, sure. we love, I love breakfast for dinner. Oh, how about that? So that's the, uh, that was kind of the, at least all the major players, that's what came out uh, from from most of the people that reported earnings today. The only the only one that had something good to say was McDonald's. Uh, everybody else suffering from the same thing. And if you didn't think your health care premiums rose enough this year, Amid rising drug and health care costs now, they're saying that 2017, the year that President Obama leaves office, is going to be the biggest jump in premiums in Obamacare history. People are starting to ask, what are the premiums going to look like? And while we know that they vary state by state, they're saying that 2017 is looking to be a much more difficult year. You think about United Healthcare left Obamacare. Well, I guess they're going to stay in a couple of states, but they pulled out of all the other states. Uh, I heard uh, rumors now that Banner uh, is thinking about doing the same. And, and you're sitting there and you're thinking about now the, the fines. I know this year for a single adult, if you were a single adult and you didn't have health insurance in 2015, I want to say the fine was $900. I think the the fine it goes up again next year, and now they're saying that health care premiums are getting ready to grow at an alarming rate uh, in 2017. They said that 2016, they're saying that the average rose by over 8%. I don't know where they get 8%. I don't know where that happened. I know here, premiums in Arizona went through the roof, and, and now that United Healthcare, which was here in Arizona, is leaving, expect for even bigger jumps here. But according to the government, they're expecting, from what they're saying, double-digit increases. That's going to be the average. For 2017, double-digit increases in premiums in health care. Where's all the money going to come from? If 47% of us don't even have 400 extra dollars, how are they going to deal with paying another 50 7500 I know people whose health care premiums went up over $200 a month. Where is it going to come from? And these are all the things that when you sit there and you start thinking about why doesn't it feel like a recovery, you really start to understand it. Every time we turn around, whether it's $800 for a new phone, health care premiums that, that, that are rising at, what, five times, ten times, twenty times the rate of what they say inflation is, and then they wonder why it is 
that the that the American taxpayer is broke. You know, and then you start thinking about the cost of new cars. Right? And, and that you throw that on there. You throw on student loan problems. You throw on that and you wonder and you think, no wonder why people can't buy homes. And and we're sitting here and we're in this vicious cycle where we get all of this data. All the data that we get, whether it's released from the government or whoever is going to re- release it, uh, ISM and all, all of it's so watered down, so seasonally adjusted. Don't count this. Don't count that. Massage that. We don't even know what's real. We don't even know what's real. We don't even know what it is that the real numbers are. And when we won't, when we don't deal in reality when we deal in make-believe it's very difficult to to be able to fix anything if you're unwilling to come out and say and tell the American taxpayer the truth right we lie about what the debts are we lie about how bad Social Security and Medicare and Medicaid are. We lie. The states lie about revenues and and they lie about pensions, right? And and they lie about what the employment numbers are. They lie about wages. They lie about inflation. And of course, they sit there and I guess, oh well, you know, and they can justify they and they justify it all. Well, it's not like you know we're seasonally adjusting it. See, it's not lying. Well, we, you know, we, we exclude these things because they're volatile. You know, and, and, and we, we continually, continually get told there's no problem. There's nothing wrong. Yet continually, the, the average working American is under duress. I mean, month in and month out, it is a fight. We're all working so hard just to run in place, right? Just to stay where we're at. Forget about getting ahead, right? We're just trying to stay where we're at. I don't know if you saw Illinois. You know, we know they're really broke, right? There's, I guess there's there's different levels of broke, right? And most of us... Uh, you know, Arizona's kind of broke. Colorado's sort of broke. You know, Illinois's really broke. Now they're saying that, that, you know, they've been running without a budget. We talked about how they've been closing the parks because they can't afford for the trash pickups and the electricity. Any of the state-run colleges are all laying people off there. And now they're saying they're getting ready to propose one of the largest state tax increases they're going to join california now where on top of your your regular taxes to the federal government they're going to tax you and i and i saw somewhere like it's going to be double digits so now you're 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 sitting there and you you could have 40 up to almost 50 percent of your income if you're in the top tax bracket, you know, you're at the 
and in Chicago and Illinois is going to tap tap on ten percent more. Imagine over half of your income or close to it going to taxes. And you sit there and you think about how you know the other day we talked about. Listen, forty five percent, forty five point three percent of us don't pay any taxes federally. Where's it all going to come from? You know, it's the same question I keep asking all of us that, well, all of us. We've been talking for a while now about how few Americans are left in the stock market. And and uh, let me get to it. I'll get to that in the next segment. I'm going to talk in the next segment about how quickly the number of people in the stock market has evaporated. Because one of the things I've been asking over the last couple of months here, who's going to buy these IRAs? Who's going to buy the baby boomers' retirement? You know, and it's the, and it's the same thing with, with all of the unfunded liabilities and that who's going to pay for it? How much how much is left? If half of us aren't paying taxes, how much do the other half have to pay? And you start to realize, you know, all of it, it's unpayable. It can't be done. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after halftime. Looking for a factory where a man can feed his family. Not worried about them moving it south, closing the doors and shutting her down tomorrow. I'm looking for America. The land of the free and the home of the brave. Seems like I just woke up one day and it was gone. Welcome back. It's the Patriot Radio News Hour on a Friday. And it is America. It is the land of the free, the home of the brave. And I got, Joe, I got to find out. You know, you haven't talked about it. and You, do, you only touch on this sparingly. Uh, wh- where are we at with our, our presidential race? I know you don't touch on it. I know you were probably, I was on the phone. But I just wanted to get your take. Where are we at? What's your take right now? What's going to happen? Is, Dawn, is the dawn still on the front? It's going to be Hillary, and uh, I think Trump is actually going to get enough delegates. How about that? How about that? Okay. I think, I okay. think so. If not, who knows? Then all bets are off, and uh, if if he doesn't get the delegates, it will not be Cruz, and it will not be Kasich. It will be somebody who didn't even run. Who knows? Maybe they'll put Bush up there. I don't know. Wow, I mean, what's the point of doing this all then? Well, that's what America started to learn. We really don't have a truth. They let us pretend that we can vote. Uh, but eventually, uh, they're going to dictate who it is that's going to be up there. But I like how they call them the establishment. Yes, the establishment. The establishment. They sound like a bunch of steps on the way up to the White House. The, the <laughs> <laughs> well, Tuesday is another round. There's five more states. I think Trump's going to win all five of them. How's that? 
and and uh, I'm not sure on the Democratic side. Their their system's just as bad. You know, when you think about. So wait a minute. The Democrats have a different playing rules. Oh than yeah, they both. The, you know, you have, you, know one, you know, it's a, the Democratic Party, it's the Republican Party, and they all have these really super quirky rules. And really, it depends on the state you live in. Every one of the states, they all got different rules. I thought it was fascinating to find out that here in Arizona, if you're registered as a dependent... An independent, independent, right. If you're not a registered Democrat, if you're not a registered Republican, you don't get to vote in the primary at all. And then, unfortunately, when it comes to the general election, now you're forced to vote for whatever one they threw at you. So you don't even get to, to voice your opinion. So you're almost better off registering as one or the other, I guess. That's kind of like uh, the bathroom is situation with uh, <laughs> transgender. You Are know you what? Kidding me? I, I'm going to just say this. Then. I, you know what? It's live right. I had no idea this is where we were going to go. But I don't know if you've been seeing this, and I'm sure that most of you listening have. You're telling me we've got to make transgender bathrooms? Yes, that's what they're telling you. Target has openly said, if you're in a dress, feel free to go in the ladies' room, even if you're a male. So if your 13-year-old daughter's taking care of her business in the ladies' room, a man can walk in there because he's in a dress, wearing lipstick, and has a wig on. He's a transgender. He can, that's I, what they're I saying. I, I am, I, I, our country is just... That's real. I'm going to ask you Silly. I, 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 we really want that? I'm not going to get into the. We don't. I, I'm it. not going to get into the moral thing and the ethical thing. But you're telling me, and and this is at least what I'm led to believe. This is what we want. We're not saying that we want it. It's being forced down our throats. It's being forced upon us by who? Well, the media sure seems to think that the we want media. it. The <laughs> media. The media. I don't know if the media and all these people in these big corporate buildings that are the media that work for some form or another. We're not building another bathroom. No. That we have like men's, women's, and then a transgender bathroom. We're not doing that. Yeah. We're just saying. Share. Share. Yeah. Well, you know what? Let's just go unisex. Unisex, right? Unisex. Everybody uses the same one. Yeah. Uh, all of a sudden, now going forward, when a building gets built, they're going to build the transgender. King- they, they are. So you, they are doing that. They're they're building the. We call them. You know, when I grew up, I remember when the bathroom was called the John. Now it's the Joan. You know, I don't know. You know, I mean, I'm just telling you, it's a confusing world our children are growing up in. I know how Damn I feel. Damn that Bruce Jenner. I know how I feel about it, and I have my opinion. But what are kids today growing up with as far as their opinion well, listen, on these here, issues? Here's the one thing I'm going to tell you. The, you, just be, you. You become a product of your environment. Right, that was, you remember Trading Places, right? With Eddie Murphy and Dan Aykroyd. Yeah, I remember that right? movie well. Trading Places. And that was really the whole gist of it, wasn't it? I'm going to take a guy from the ghetto, and I'm going to make him rich. Wall Street, right? Baby. And I'm going to take the rich guy, and I'm going to make him become homeless, right? That was it. And you become a, a product of your environment. And, and I'm going to honestly believe that the next generation, if you tell them that this is what they should believe, by and large, most of them are going to be, okay. I'll drink the Kool-Aid. Yeah. If I'm a sheep, 
I'll follow right along. I'm just amazed. I saw that, and I'm like, what? That makes no sense. And I just don't, I, it's, I don't know, maybe, you know, they, they always say as you get older, right, you turn into a crotchety old man. I'm, I'm turning into a crotchety old man. I'm like, what? I'm telling you, I, it, it not, that's not the case here. What, what people are afraid of is to voice their true opinion. I think that's really what they're, it is. They're right? afraid they're, they're going to be get, burned they're gonna, they're gonna at get, the stake for having an opinion for having an opinion that doesn't match what the media is putting out there to the public. And I'm telling you, we're all being spoon fed garbage type of direction with our moral social obligation. And listen, of, it's not just moral and socially; it's financially. This is just another great point. Anybody listening to this show today, do you really want that? Do you know, I'm going to tell do you. Do you really want that? i got to believe the majority say, I don't want that. I don't want men dressed as women in the ladies' room. Listen, I'm going to tell you a story. Can I tell a story? A real quick yeah. one. So uh, it's called Tales from the Temp Side, working in the temp staffing business. <laughs> so I'm just going to tell you. Tales from the, the temp, temp side. side. I want to share this story with you. Uh, this uh, this isn't my story, but uh, I, I was there. Uh, I, I'll just put it this way. A young man comes in and interviews for a job. He's sharp-looking. He's in a suit. He's got uh, wingtip shoes on, suit, red tie, looking good, interviews well. And I'm telling you, you're an administrative staff accountant. Uh, you, I, We can put you to work. And this is like 1989, okay? We get a call from the courthouse. The courthouse says, hey, we need a temp to come in and do some accounting reconciliation. They're going to come in and work for a few days. I'm sorry, it was the police department that needed this person. He's going to be working over in the police department. All of a sudden, we go, we call this candidate that came in and interviewed. He looked sharp. He interviewed well. He had the degree. So here's what happened. We sent him to the job. On day one, we get a call, and we do a call, and then, dude, did he show up? How's he doing? And they said, he's doing pretty well, but we have a problem. And we're like, what? Well, uh, she's dressed uh, kind of funny. I'm like, what do you mean she? Yeah, yeah, he's dressed as a she. And he's in 5 o'clock shadow. He didn't shave this morning. Dressed as a girl. You need to come get him and get him out of here. And what? back then, you know what they said? You know what we said? We're on our way and we got a replacement. Today we couldn't do that. He'd have to stay and keep the job. It's the Patriot Radio News Hour. And that was a Twilight Zone story. Come on back. <laughs> Welcome back, Patriot Radio News Hour, live radio. You never know what we're going to say. Hey, man, it happened. We are down to eight. I have eight pre, all of these, the ones that are left are all pre-1900s. So the old, the the newest one I have left is an 1898. Uh, the oldest one is an 1876 and everything in between. Eight pre 1900 $20 liberties left. They're sitting right here on the table. $1,325 until they, they're they gone, and they'll be gone, I would imagine, before the end of the show's even out. Uh, but just as a reminder, we're only here till 1230 today. Uh, getting back to what we were talking about, you know, and, and earlier in the show I was telling you how we get fed all of this misinformation. 
right? And then Homer comes in, and we talk about all of the the social things that they try to act like we want. Which I and, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm just the crotchety old guy, and and I'm a you know I'm in the minority. But I don't think this is what the country really wants. Right? I believe that the country really wants to have a secure border. I believe that the country doesn't want transgender bathrooms or the ability to have men going in the women's room. That's just my opinion. But when we look at some of the other things that they want us to believe, right? they want us to believe that by buying into the debt markets, you're going to somehow have economic prosperity. You know what's so funny, what led me to do this, is my brother, uh, One, I have three brothers, so the one that I'm closest to is actually uh, the my younger brother next to me. I'm the, I'm the middle. I have an older brother, two younger brothers. Uh, the older of my younger brothers, he is the most successful of the brothers. If you want to say judge success via the paycheck. Okay, so he essentially he makes the most money. I'm the most successful. I don't care what they say. That's just my opinion. I think you're the most humble. I've got the best life. I think you're that. the most humble. <laughs> Not one of my stronger suits. But anyway, we were talking the other day and 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 we were just and I don't even know how we got on the subject but but we were talking about houses and he says to me, you know, I've never made any money. And my brother's moved five, six times, part of his job every All four, over the country. Yeah, or every yeah. four or five years he's moved somewhere. There are those nomad relocators. Right. And and he's He's lived in a lot of places. I mean, he's lived in Indiana. He's lived in New Mexico. He's lived in Utah. He's lived in Iowa. He's lived in West Virginia. He's lived in Atlanta. I mean, he's lived in a lot of places. He goes, I never made money in housing, on my houses. Never. Because when I added it all up, all the houses I bought, I've actually lost money. And I said, you know, it's so funny because I've owned three houses in my life. And I and I did the math. Forget about how much money I put into these houses. You know, I landscaped them. I did this or that. I put a pool in or what have you or bought a new water heater or AC or whatever it may be. Forget that aside. Just what I bought it for and what I sold it for. I bought three of them. I'm a net loser. Yet they want you to believe that everybody makes money on housing. Of course, we found out during the crisis that that didn't happen. But then my brother said, you know, I've never really made any money in stocks. And I, and I laughed at him. I said, well, you know what? I did only because I sold before the dot-com dot bubble crashed to buy my first house, <laughs> which I ended up losing money on, but neither here nor there. And, uh, and he was the one that talked me into doing it. He goes, and my brother, you know, he's he does well. He makes mid six figures every year, mid six figures. And uh, 
She's like, yeah, I try to buy stocks at home and do this and that. And he goes, I've lost. I and he, and I know it was a lot because he had a lot of money uh, in tech stocks, and he just got crushed. But I started thinking about, you know, they, they portray this like this is going to be your economic nirvana. And... There is a great, and so I started to do some research. You know, you, you think about this. The Dow's kind of near all-time highs right now, right? I mean, that's fact. Right? It's not today, but a few days ago, it was right near an all-time high. For the last seven years, the Dow has essentially done nothing but go straight up, right? I mean, from 6,700 to 18,000. Uh, inflation hasn't been any higher. Right? you got to believe that. Forget about what a phone costs or what your health care premiums are. Consumer spending and sentiment hasn't, hasn't really recovered. Think about it. All of us still feel the exact... Dow's at all-time highs, but none of us feel like it. They tell us that there's no inflation, but none of us feel like it. And according to Gallup, they just came out with their latest survey that says even though the Dow Jones is near a record high, only 52% of Americans say they currently have any money in the stock market. Gallup's been doing this poll for 20 years. This is the lowest level in 20 years that they've been doing this poll of Americans that say they actually have money in the stock market. Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. Uh, the exact opposite. 
then don't forget, yesterday we got the warning from George Soros that said, you know, the the Chinese, remember now, we were very worried about China at the beginning of the, the year. And he said all the Chinese did was blow up a huge debt bubble. And now it's circa 2007. And the housing market in China, compared to here, talked about, or I'm sorry, 2000, he said 2005, 2006 in the housing market, said it was 2007, 2008 in the financial markets in that country. Uh, then we heard yesterday from Mario Draghi. Uh, he's the head of the ECB. Well, they didn't make a move yesterday. He reiterated that he will do whatever is necessary, irregardless of what Germany says, and that he will take rates as low as necessary to fend off, I guess, the the lack of economic growth in the Eurozone. And then today we got the ISM number uh, here at home for April. It's the first report for the start of the second quarter, and people were kind of hoping for a bounce back and said it actually got worse. Uh, so I think everybody right now is just kind of scrambling for the exits, take a breath, regroup Monday, uh, just creating a really, really good opportunity for you. Rolls of Silver Eagles. Uh, right now it's a two-week delay. On Monday I'll have an update because what happens is, is the bullion banks, Every Monday, Brinks loads up the trucks and brings them there, and and they, they'll know how many cases short they got from the mints. They won't find out until the truck actually arrives on Monday, and uh, at that point they'll be able to tell me uh, whether or not the delay got better, worse, or stayed the same, so... Uh, but the good news is, is you are able to still order. Uh, if you're looking at rolls of Silver Eagles, uh, right now to about 12:30. Right now, uh, $420 a roll for those as well. 800-951-0592. I still have a few of those pre-1900 Liberties. Call them while they've still got them. 800-951-0592. Everybody have a great, great weekend. We'll be back on Monday.